Coupe de Thrill, shining headlights on the road less traveled. The podcast about thrilling careers and exotic lifestyles, how you might go about pursuing them, and inspiring stories from the driven individuals who have been there, done that. I'm your host, Chad Herman. Let's take a ride. Welcome to the show. Unfortunately, due to circumstances out of my control and really showing the worst of humanity, I had my laptop and all my backup hard drives, thousands of memories, photos, videos, all 22 video files of the podcast that I had recorded so far and all the audio for all the ones that had not uh, been published yet are gone. So, the show is going to take a little little step away from interviews and just kind of let you know what I've been doing here on the road. So, I've been on the road for just over a month now currently driving towards Mount Hood on the way to Crater Lake. So something I've wanted to see forever. Crater Lake is that volcano with a lake-filled caldera in the middle of it. I think the lake is something like, something ridiculous, like 1,500 feet deep at the top of this snow-covered volcano. And it has an island right in the middle of it. So really stoked to be on the way out there. But let's start at the beginning. So I left home on September 11th on the 20th anniversary of that tragedy. Headed towards Lafayette, Louisiana. So my girlfriend, Sarah Montgomery, uh, is from Lafayette. So her parents and her sister live out there, so I had to stop by. I've always wanted to eat true Cajun, or, yeah, Cajun food. So, uh, all these years I had thought New Orleans had Cajun food, but apparently that's just Creole. So, had to see the real thing for myself, get some crawfish, that kind of thing. Uh, got to see her parents and her sister, and, you know, hang out and talk to her dad about his Shelby Cobra kit car project, of which he was the first person ever to build with no directions. Uh, so that was interesting. I think he's finally got it on the road now, about a, you know, a couple weeks later. So uh, that was great. I headed from there straight to Austin, Texas, a uh, place that I have fond memories. I worked in San Antonio on a show called Friday Night Tikes, in which I was working with several different companies from Austin as well. So at least two or three times a week, I was driving down to Austin and seeing those people. And I was able to interview a couple of them while I was there. So uh, Terry Stewart and Jim Bowen 
are the founders of Texas Crew. And Texas Crew is a sports and news production company. Uh, really just crew, right? So cameramen, um, you know, it's expanded from there. Now they produce their own stuff. They've produced several 30 for 30s, like Brian and the Boss. Um, you know, covered the sports world forever. Jim was kind of more on the news side. So, you know, he did a lot of like 60 minutes, I believe, and uh, different news oriented things, but also did a lot of sports stuff as well. And then Terry was always the sports guy, you know, so he ISOed Michael Jordan throughout his whole career. And these guys are just absolute legends. I mean, 10 Olympics countless World Series, Super Bowls, NBA Finals, anything you can think of. And I just happened to meet these guys working on a documentary series about Little League football in Texas. So how blessed was I to be able to meet these legends and work with them every day. Uh, it was me, my producer, Steve Kuntz, who's also just an absolute legend in the sports TV world and Terry. That was kind of our little squad. Uh, you know, we hung out with the other squad too, Jim and Alvin and those guys. Um, but it was just so great to catch up with them and be able to tell their story. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to interview them again and uh, let you guys hear it. That was one of the lost episodes, but uh, I never missed an opportunity to see those guys anyway, so uh, looking forward to it. I also interviewed uh, my girlfriend's friend from high school, Daryl, um, who is potentially going to be a representative for the USA in the Winter Olympics. Not this next year. COVID really kind of screwed up his qualifying process. Uh, but in 2000, what, it'd be five years from now, he plans to compete in skeleton. So kind of an interesting story, kind of like cool runnings in the USA. He was attempting to be an Olympic uh, runner, sprinter. Then he tried to do hurdles and eventually get, got recruited for the bobsled team where they told him he was too light. So he ended up in the skeleton world. Skeleton, for those of you who don't know, is that downhill loose. You know, you're going uh, headfirst on a single sled down the ice track, you know, pulling 5 Gs, 80 miles an hour or so. Pretty wild stuff. Also in Austin, I was able to interview uh, Mr. Sammy Angel Lam. So a friend of mine from Semester at Sea, this program that travels all around the world, you're basically on a floating college, traveling from port to port. Sammy was actually able to do the program four different times through different scholarships and money left to him uh, from his mother's unfortunate passing. But he was able to really represent her. She liked travel and wine. So he became a master sommelier, did a master's program that traveled all around the world, and he now has the biggest wine on tap bar in Austin, Texas. So biggest wine on tap bar in the world that is in Austin, Texas. So he's doing his thing. We were able to chat for a while. It's good to catch up with him. Uh, 
got to catch up with countless other friends in Austin. Shout out to Tommy and Amanda Bersiaga for putting me up for three days there. I also camped at McKinley State Falls, uh, McKinley Falls State Park, and, you know, got to do a little swimming around there in the morning, and it was just an awesome time in Austin. I was able to catch up with my good buddy Eric Kaufman from Semester at Sea, uh, who's developing a product called Loungeroo, or has developed a product, and, uh, you know, rough times with the travel industry going down in a travel-oriented product. So he's still trucking along with Loungeroo, and it was great to hang out with him and eat some Terry Black's delicious barbecue. Um, so Austin was just fantastic. I got to go to Barton Springs, which is this great natural public pool in Austin. Um, just hang out with a lot of friends. See Sevi Garza old-time friend from Semester at Sea as well. He used to be a street artist in Austin. Now he's got a family and killing the real estate game in Austin, Texas. Uh, just saw too many people to even list. It was it was an amazing time. I got to go to my dad's favorite hangout when he lived in Austin in the 70s, uh, Lake Travis, which is just gorgeous. There's a great place called the Oasis that'll overlook the lake. Then I went and did some swimming in the lake. Uh, so just had a fantastic time in Austin. Can't wait to go back. Got a night in on Rainy Street as well. Uh, I mean, it was it was awesome. So ironically, the first person I saw in Austin was my good buddy, Corey West. So Corey, I had intended to see a week later in his home of Eureka Springs. I was going up there to interview him. Uh, he's, uh, you know, been in the motorcycle racing industry for as long as I can remember, you know, probably about five to seven years before me. Still doing his thing, still getting lots of opportunities to do motorcycle stuff. Uh, as evident by the fact that I stopped by BMW R-Fest, uh, which Nate Kern puts on, but my old friend Brian Livingood, one of the people who taught me how to ride motorcycles back in the day, uh, he was there working with Nate at RFS, and apparently so was Corey West. So Corey was basically the first person I saw in Austin, a little unexpected. Uh, so I would work my way from Austin to his home at Eureka Springs in the heart of the Ozarks in Arkansas. But on the way, I got an awesome opportunity that didn't take me out of the way at all. I just stopped in a small town called Forum, Oklahoma, uh, on the way to the Ozarks from Austin. And they were having an amateur rodeo. It was really like a pro-am rodeo for the bulls and an amateur rodeo for the bull riders. So kind of interesting. It was really like the bulls competing. Um, so I met up with Ford McCoy. He is a bull trainer and breeder, former professional bull rider. He ran for a uh, House of Representatives seat in Oklahoma, narrowly missed it by 26 votes in 2016. And believe it or not, him and his brother Jet have been able to be on the TV show The Amazing Race for three different seasons getting to travel all around the world, doing these challenges in hopes of winning a million dollars. 
uh, never got the million dollars, but what a guy. Um, I show up, they're doing their thing, you know, Cord's helping the guys get into the bulls on the, in the chute. Um, you know, some of the guys are getting bucked over the chute to the ground. I mean, these bulls are being unruly for these amateur bull riders. And Cord's just there helping them, so I just kind of observe. And when they finally get a break, you know, right as the sun is setting, before they go into the nightly rodeo, uh, me and Court sit down. I sit up beside this trailer. You can hear the bulls mooing in the background, you know. Really cool shot. I get it all set up, and then someone yells, bull loose. So Court hops on his horse with the lasso, goes out. They spend about 30 minutes or more wrangling this bull. And then, uh, you know, out of breath, he comes back, you know, and sits down with me and have this great conversation right here at the, the amateur rodeo. Um, so I pack up my stuff and truck on to Corey West's beautiful spot. He's got a big garage, big metal building that he's converted to half garage, you know, with all his rental motorcycles for Froggy Moto Tours, his tour company. Uh, out there in the Ozarks, a dual sport tour, and half living space for him and his girlfriend, who is just an awesome motorcycle racer as well. So how cool. Um, so end up camping on Corey's property up there for three nights. Get to see a really cool storm roll into the Ozarks one night and do two pretty awesome days of motorcycle riding and hanging out with an old friend. So that was fantastic. I uh, can't wait to redo that interview as well and tell you all about Corey's career and all the cool opportunities he's been able to have over the years. Um, have lunch with his dad, who's also an old-time motorcycle racer, in the morning before I head out. And it's just was an awesome leg of the trip. So that whole, you know, Louisiana, Texas, Arkansas, and uh, Oklahoma part of the trip was just a great start. Uh, I'm looking forward to telling y'all more about the trip next week as I delve into the drive to Colorado and the San Juans via Colorado Springs. So please continue to tune in. I know this is not, you know what I would have liked Coop to Thrill to be right now. Um, but while I've got these lost episodes, I figured I'd keep you guys updated on, on the journey, on the road, and give some people some shout-outs that have really helped me out along the way and kind of let you know what's to come of the show when I get to redo all these interviews. And I'm currently with the generosity of a lot of awesome people uh, who I will give a full list of, um, you know, when people are done donating, have, you know, really chipped in, offered to give me some of their old things, um, figuring out the logistics as, uh, since I'm moving continually on the road, uh, but hoping to get my podcast and setup back going. I'm currently just recording from my phone, so if it sounds terrible, I apologize. Um... But yeah, we're going to keep trucking. I am, like I said, on the way to beautiful Crater Lake. 
from there. Um, gonna stop somewhere along the way for a day in Southern Oregon, but on the way to see my college roommate Fred Perrin in Redding, California. And um, I'm really stoked to, you know, keep this journey going. And I'm really thankful for all the kind words from people. Uh, for me, it kind of felt like my house burned down. I have never accumulated things, really, so I've always spent all my hard-earned money on experiences, and to lose a lot of my pictures and videos from all those journeys that I've taken throughout the years was, like, really crushing. Aside from the about $4,000 of stuff I lost and placing my window and all that, uh, there's just so many things that were irreplaceable. So, so uh, they got my all my jackets too. So shout out to Dave Moon for keeping me warm today, uh, giving me his old snowboard jacket so I could uh, head down to Snowy Crater Lake. And uh, yeah, can't thank Dave and Kaylee enough for being there. I can't imagine if I didn't have friends nearby, you know how terrible it would have been. Um, that night, so really thankful just for all the support from my family and friends, and looking forward to bringing y'all more of these road journals until I can collect uh, more interviews, so thank everyone for tuning in, and I will see y'all next Thrill Set.